Hey, y'all, guess what time it is? It's the Grolic Saves the World time. All right, the Grolic Saves, saves the, world. the World. That's right. One, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. We're getting fixed. Our worries, our dicks, test, have some kicks. Well, the Grolic Saves the World. Hello and welcome to the Grolic Saves the yes. World, everybody. I am Adam Caton Holland. My name is Ben Roy. And I'm Andrew Orvidal. And you're you're sitting there, you're listening to your podcast, and you're saying, wow, that felt just right in a way that I don't even know why it felt so right. And I'll tell you why it's right. <laughs> because my hands are at 10 and 2 on the wheel oh. of GSTW. I'm opening up this podcast and I'm guiding it like it needs to be guided. Yeah, just, I took you're a little just break taking the most to have boring a Side Son, streets. You won't even get on the highway. Excuse me. Excuse me. No talking in the back, you two, and do not make me turn this car around. <laughs> I took a break to have a second son, and I listened to the episode that I wasn't on. And my God, what a mess. <laughs> what a fucking mess. And I appreciate that you guys did sculpture diapers and like, let's do something for Adam. It was thoughtful. But I know Ron presented that as a challenge. There's no fucking way either you or we Andrew were, were like, oh, we should do something for Adam. In fairness, we were going to teepee your house. So Ron, talk right, this down. Right. In the 16 years I've known you, you've never done a thing for me. Why would you start now? <laughs> And so masquerading as this altruistic gift to me episode was this just fucking bananas, no organization. Andrew and I so rarely get a chance to talk. Yeah, and we were just luxuriating in the... We kept kept the riff on the cob. We ate the riff right off the cob. There's there's talking and there's goofing, and they're both necessary. But there was so much goofing, guys, and not a lot of talking. Ten and And two. I had my hands on the wheel. I my my left hand was at thirteen, and my my right Uh hand was somewhere around twenty one. Yeah, he's he's military timing the wheel, and now you got commanders and generals involved, and now it's just. There's no pilots. <laughs> uh, it and, and what I, what I, I'm trying, I'm not trying to talk to you. I'm talking to the listener here. <laughs> and what I would like to tell them is that rest assured, your podcast is back. Okay. <laughs> The podcast that you love, The Grog Saves the World, it's back. We're here. We're ready to present you with some coherent, organized content. And I apologize wow. for having a son and letting these knuckleheads really Do you just know how bad we up. thought about TPing your house? Oh, and, man. And even and the idea of it too. Egging, egging your wife. We thought about egging Kate. <laughs> Just hitting her, just hitting her as she goes to her car. Yeah. Egging somebody's wife. It's so cliche to egg their house. That's some fucking dark ages those shit. Guys, that's some fucking, those guys egg my wife. Some... If you guys knew the shells of people that we are with a two and a half year old and a one month old and Katie's like bearing the brunt of it. Like, so for the one expedition a day, she maybe goes outside and you guys just, just hit egged. her on She's the front like, porch. And Andrew and Ben. Cackling like Three jackals eggs. as we speed off and Ben's high end day. <laughs> See you later, Miss Kate and Holland. <laughs> well, I mean, thank you. I guess at the very least, thank you for not egging my wife. I mean, there is, there is we, still a core level of professionalism that I appreciate out of you. No, too. I uh, we we missed you, and 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 seriously, how in the fuck are you doing? So, are you, dude, are you, I, uh, you? I'm underwater, bro. I'm underwater. It's <laughs> crazy. Like when you, they're so close in age that uh. I just, oh fuck, I do not envy that at all. Yeah, you've got the terrible twos and the terrible zeros. <laughs> yeah, it's Malcolm's being a champ, but it's fucking hard. I was thinking today, I was just like, if I never go back to work and Katie never works. And we don't have any interests or friends. And if we eat once a day, 
I think we can do this. <laughs> <laughs> so as long as that stays the way for the next 18 years. Wow. This is just like yeah, I think we can fucking product do this. placement okay. for having kids. <laughs> well, yeah. it sounds like someone doesn't have a right to be complaining because <laughs> it can be done. I, uh, I'm glad you're back, man. And I we I know you're you are making fun. We we had a lot of fun. And that challenge was of it felt very positive. It was a it was a good uh, you know it was a it was a nice thing. It was nice, and I've and I the diapers have come in handy. We're we're aggressively using the diapers, so we appreciate it over here. And and um, and our last episode, I said it at the end of the last one, and, and I'll say it again. Uh, I have not continued with the uh, while driving in traffic the positive positive attitude while driving. It is just insane out there. So. Um, yeah, I look back to the episode before for something nice we did for you. And well, really thank you. Thank good. you for that. But I think that's a really good transition to this episode because the positive push was necessary. Maybe we haven't maintained it. Uh, I think positivity, what's it go hand in hand with, guys? Just guess. This is a question I have an oh, answer Oh, that's a for. good question. What's Diamonds. positivity go hand in hand with? Mm, Diamonds. What's that? Test results. Diamonds. Test and results. Andrew used test results. Yeah. Yeah, Both yeah, yeah. great answers. Yeah, I was electricity. I was thinking kindness. Mm. Oh, so we're not going to get to cool try to get pregnant ourselves? Science experiment? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Andrew, is there anything you want to share about some results you've got? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm all covid vax though. Hey, mouth kisses hey, are yo. back on the menu. Yeah, <laughs> you guys want to come over. Um, no, kindness <laughs> is a great one. That's a very... Uh, it, it's a very commonly requested challenge from everybody, from listeners. Doing yeah, people want a us to do kindness, kindness challenge. challenge. And, and I think uh, that's pretty vague. They can take that in any direction. It's tr- uh, it is also, though, the world needs it right now. People are going out. They're angry. Things yeah. are crowded. The summer's going to be insane. It's going to be an insane it summer. It's hot and crowded again. <laughs> and yeah. uh, I just miss quarantine. You know what I mean? I'm tired of being out. <laughs> I want to get back in there and eat pizza and watch movies. Yeah, that, Adam, that's how you're living. That's what you're doing. <laughs> Literally, the world opened up and it's like, we're shutting her back down. Baby time. Crying. Paw Patrol. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I really I, I think a, a kindness challenge is great doing something where we're doing like random things a random acts of kindness wait that's a yeah. that's a novel idea <laughs> let's pretend like we just invented that <laughs> yeah now Ben I notice you I notice you reading some words off that cute throw pillow you've got on your chair <laughs> it says yeah. random acts of kindness on we're going them. full uh, bumper sticker this for that, this challenge holy you mean shit the, no the f- we're, we're going with like the cheesy decor, like eat, pray, love oh, shit on okay. the wall. Like, oh, hey, let's well, do eat, pray, love I, challenge uh, sometime too. Oh, that would be cool. <laughs> we have to eat every yeah. day. <laughs> pray, pray every day. And, and, love, and love every, every day. day. Let's see how the other half lives. Um, we will call it um, buffet church fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's write it down. I'm writing eat, that pray, down. Pray, love. Church okay, fuck. random acts of kindness. <laughs> We've all seen yeah, the bumper now, sticker. We've all seen the. Have you done this before? Have do you? Have you both? Have ever I ever just, been kind it, randomly? Hmm, no. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, have you ever intentionally gone for a period of time, really just trying to do as many random acts of kindness as you can? I've not. Definitely but, not. Yeah. Definitely not. No, my acts of have kindness you? have not been like. <laughs> They've not been like calculated like that, where it's yeah. like, okay, I, this week I'm going to be kind. Like I've done many kind yeah. things, believe it or not, and uh, and yeah, it's been like just because I did them, or you know, I guess like volunteer. Like I used to volunteer in in elementary schools when I was younger, and I did that a lot. I guess that's a a, a deliberate act of kindness. But uh, I was my, just trying to get my, into a good my college. Aunt, <laughs> my aunt has this thing she calls a Job fund based on the on the character from the Bible, and she not the Arrested has, Development character. Puts, Okay, just check. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but she puts she puts money that she makes a part of it into that, and then randomly, at times, I would get money or a, a gift certificate to a nice restaurant. You know, she would do this random. You just get it for no reason because God because God was testing you like Job. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Job is like that's the meanest yeah. story in the Bible. Job is just Dude, that story God is really fucked up, and it's joke. weird that that's. 
presented in the Bible as like Christians ready to get stoked about your God. Check out what he totally. did to this fucking dude. <laughs> Job should have turned his back on that God and been like, yeah. "Fuck this religion a hundred well, times." He, um, yeah. You both have you both have just uh, described the entirety of uh, the Bible. Actually, <laughs> I mean, but Job is uh, another step up in the mind game, creepy yeah, God yeah. shit. Oh, for sure. I don't know why she called it a Job fund. That was what it was called, and, and that is a nice. Uh, but it was nice, always yeah, that was a nice she, surprise. She's very sweet woman, and that's my that's my aunt. That's a novelist and a playwright, and she oh, yeah, uh, you yeah, told me about her. Yeah, so she 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 would do this, and it's like the nicest thing, and. It does improve your entire day. I mean, if you're like oh, you starting money? off, and yeah. It's a, yeah, dude, and I love the randomness of that. It's less like a rainy day fund for her, but she's just helping out family members randomly. That's random lovely. people too. I mean, she does it all the time. Um, I, I went snowboarding the uh, like right before the season ended, and a man came up and handed myself. And my buddy Ron that were snowboarding, $20. And he was like, here you go. You guys go do something. The only thing I ask is that you give $20 to someone else down the line. Wow. And it, I, and would have just immediately, I would have I just have immediately walked over and handed the $20 to somebody it's else. Back. Done. <laughs> it was just a sweet uh, older guy that wanted to give some, you know, give somebody some money. And he's like, I do this every so often. I just ask you do it for somebody else. That's nice. Back when I worked uh, in the Starbucks drive-through about eight months ago, no, just <laughs> uh, and hopefully yeah, again in a month. But Fingers something crossed. something people would do, uh, and they do this in other drive-throughs too, but especially the Starbucks drive-through, is they would buy the drink for the car behind them. They would just be like, "Oh, this yep. is for my drink," and I also want to buy the drink for the car behind me. And then that car pulls up, and you tell them, "Hey, that car just bought your drink." It always blows their minds. They're like, what? Whoa, okay, I guess I'll buy the drink for the car behind me. And then they do that. And then there'd be this fun chain going and you'd get to see people and it really surprised them and it made their day. And then they would be more than happy to buy the drink for the car behind them, uh, right. which is a big and risk of Starbucks. You, I mean, that's, Starbucks corporation. That could either yeah, be they, a $5 <laughs> drink or it's like, Oh, they were picking up an order for work. That'll be $58. But uh, it was always fun <laughs> I, to see that, that chain. Uh, it would always eventually end. Somebody would be like, huh, all right, thanks. <laughs> but it's a fun yeah, uh, yeah. starting things like that in the world can be fun and they can they can ripple out in cool ways. I would like to buy one small black coffee for the car behind. Me. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even order it. <laughs> I, like I just, that's what I'm determining. They need to drink. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, there's stuff like that. Like you see it at restaurants a lot too, which is kind of weird for anybody who's in recovery, which is a lot of kitchen staff people. But they're like, buy a six pack for the kitchen staff. Yeah, that's like a new feature mm-hmm. at restaurants, and that's a nice thing you can do. Just be like, all right, boys, here's a six pack. While the one guy can not yeah. drink in the back cool. and just painfully get through another day as his coworkers <laughs> celebrate, uh, but the thought is very nice. <laughs> there's a there's a in behavioral science there's this thing called reciprocal altruism, right? Where you the the idea that humans truly do not do anything. Uh, f- for no reason at all like it's it rarely do we do anything that comes at a cost to us without hoping to receive some sort of benefit back um whether it's benefit in status or whatnot and even with this challenge that's true like it makes you feel good you are reaping a benefit from this in that doing something kind for others does make you feel better about yourself and it does Absolutely. have positive mm-hmm. effects for the person. But as we're talking about with uh, improving ourselves and making ourselves feel better as well and self-care and whatnot, this is also a positive thing. Doing kind things like this also benefits you. It makes you feel good ad- about who you are and, and about well, the Well, maybe you'll you sleep at night just once. And truthfully, for any listeners that like suffer from depression and shit, like I've had periods where – it's all felt overwhelming and doing like volunteering. And this is kind of socioeconomic, but like seeing how bad off other people have it and sort of makes you realize like, okay, I don't have it that bad. So like sometimes volunteering is simple. It sounds like cliche, but just like going to a soup kitchen and volunteering for an hour. You're like, fuck. Yeah. It it gets you out of your myopic misery a little bit. And you're like, okay, I don't have it so fucking bad. Like I, it's, it's all right. So helping and being kind can, 
genuinely yeah. turn your shit around sometimes. For sure. So so what's the challenge? So we're gonna do we're gonna do random acts of kindness. Do we do one a day? Is that what we think? Like we try to. It's gotta day. be no, random. One a day isn't random. That's a uh, right. Well, but I mean, we're, you could also question that it's not How random about, to say we're going to do it within the confines of the time between yeah. now and the time we end it. How about we do at least well. seven random acts of kindness before the okay. yeah, before yeah. the second half of this episode? And we jot them down. Um, we'll just write them down. Mm-hmm. And then uh, when we write come back. Write or jot. Which one? <laughs> well, I say I say jot because I don't like Andrew's writing. We, but I find okay. his jotting to be. I'm going to pin it. I'm going to pin it. Should we rate the dopamine spike in one to ten (laughs) stars? Uh, Just like how big a high gets you immediately. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What a weird, like, fiendish approach. (laughs) Oh, yeah, you want to really get that juice going? (laughs) Give somebody 20 bucks. Junkies, like, hurrying to help a lady across the street. Like, oh, yeah, that was good. That was the toughest eye I've had all week. Um, Okay, I like it. Yeah, so this is going to be hard for me. I'm in Los Angeles right now. This to do random acts of kindness, huge sign of weakness. This is going to be, it's going to (laughs) be very difficult for me. And it's probably going to, it's probably going to really concern people. You think it's going to be hard for you to do random acts of kindness in the most suspicious city (laughs) that I've ever been in? If you even say hi to people on the street, they're like, what's this guy's angle? Yeah, I use my turn signal when driving and the car behind me is like, oh yeah, I forgot I wanted to be there. Thanks for reminding me. (laughs) (laughs) Question. Can a random act of kindness be rocking a baby to sleep in a cold sweat at four? No, that's and not screaming. Oh, that's to wake your the house. job. Only, only if that baby is me, yeah. buddy. <laughs> well, I'm, it's like day one is taken care yeah. of. <laughs> I'll leave the door unlocked. I'm in my AC sweating. <laughs> um, no, let's do it. Let's do this. Random acts of kindness. Seven random acts of kindness over the next week. We'll write down what we did. After the break, we'll come and talk about it. But let's listen to some stand-up comedy, some live comedy. No, you said it wrong. You have a catchphrase. Why don't no, we no, do I'm this? stopping doing it. This Whoa. is my first random act of kindness. Is, is not for, is to our listeners for not uh, being so formulaic. He's not going to say why. He's, he's not going to say I didn't why say, don't we do this? No, 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 no. Let's listen to some live stand up. That's for you two. That's my first. That's a freebie. Wow. Gratu- wow. You're so kind, Ben. Everyone's always saying that about you. <laughs> Everybody I appreciate says that. it. Yeah. I like Ben better now. Yeah. Uh, so, why don't we do this? Why don't we listen to no! some live stand up? Oh, my it was what is free. done can't be I gave done. You <laughs> uh, okay, well, let's listen to some live stand-up comedy from our show that is now happening again. We're back in business. This next time is so funny. Always a treat when she stops by. You're all going to love her. Please uh, give a listen to Brandy Posey. And when we come back, we will have been... Just with the world will be changed. Coffee will be spread. I mean, you'll know when land. this challenge is done because your life will be better. <laughs> like, yeah, I got the one free small black coffee and it turned everything around. <laughs> Stay tuned. Uh, I've, I've been on I've been on tour this summer. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, in Philadelphia, I was cat sitting for a friend and um, I got trapped on a balcony because my life is a sitcom. <laughs> just what happens so I like call my friend and um, she's she's also like married to like a computer uh, designer or something or other so they have like a nice place and they were like whale watching in Cape Cod and I was like okay fancy that's cool so she like uh, calls a locksmith who comes and couldn't open the fucking door like you're a locksmith your job is to smith locks that's all that you do That's literally all that you do. I'm heckling from like three stories up. It's like, oh, God. So I'm like yelling at this guy downstairs and like a contractor comes out of like the place like next door on like his little balcony and he like parkourted over onto like my part of the roof and he's like, I'll get you down. And he like pulls out a knife and starts just jimmying the door open. And I was like, oh, I hope you're a good person. (laughs) This could go one of two ways right now. Okay, gets the door open in 30 seconds flat. And I was like, oh, you've done this before. That's good. 
Good to know, real weird. So we get inside, and I was like, hey, thanks, man, I appreciate it. You're like my white knight today. And then he said the most beautiful blue-collar thing I've ever heard in my life. He goes, I'm not a white knight. I'm just a goof in a tinfoil hat. <laughs> just warmed my, to my soul. Oh, my God, I love that dude. Hey, do you love the Grolic Saves the World, but are sad because you're not getting enough of it? Boy, do I. Well, great news. You can get all sorts of bonus content on our Patreon. Like what? Tell them, Ben. Act 4. Ad-free episodes, birthday shout-outs, exclusive merch, stronger, more painful erections, our pod within a pod, boy crazy, decreased A1C levels, photos and videos, bonus content, and so much more. Okay, I'll do it. No, kick to me. Say, how do I, how do, I do it? How do I sign up? We're not trying to sell it to you, Andrew. You don't have to. Jesus. Oh, well, I mean, it sounded good. Okay, how do I sign up then? <sighs> Fuck it. You can sign up now by visiting patreon.com forward slash Grolic Saves. I do want to sign up. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. It's the second half through La Magica de Podcasting. Oh, there's that tone. That's the tone I look forward to. I, I just, it, does it get softer to you all? It's the only way I recognize time as passing. Oh, yeah. like in my normal life without that sound, I got nothing. Which I have is no pretty idea crazy to only past. calibrate time once every two weeks. But here and we once are. Once every two weeks, I'm aware, and it's like I turn a fortnight worth of pages, and I know time has elapsed. But that was a genetic thing you were born with. You have trouble noticing the passing of time. We're called half monthers, and it's actually a pretty uh, good organization. I'd like to bring some attention to. Half-month. We sort of black out for half the month. And no, then, that's drink- uh, that's your drinking, and you know it. Quit blaming no, no, it on your half-monthers. And then a benevolent <laughs> podcast producer chimes a bell, and we snap to aware that time has passed and we have bills and obligations. Anyway, we're back. We're back. Um, we're back from and, the break. From and the t- you can probably tell the world's a kinder place because we've been we've been getting after it. Yeah, this, uh, this, this challenge was I had mixed results. I'm just going to say that right off the bat. Me too, uh, man. Me yeah. too. Did, did you do it every day, Ben? Did you do something kind every day? Okay, so so no, I did not because simultaneously while trying to do something selfless, I was involved in the most selfish of holidays, the birthday and Father's Day back to back. So I took off and I was riding my motorcycle around. So some days I didn't really uh, have a chance to. I didn't really run into people. So I tried to do it as best I could. Uh, it, but I did get, I did get five, five or six. Um, I don't know, so. Ben, taking that sweet caboose on a mountain ride through Colorado <laughs> and letting, letting people kind of take a gander is a pretty nice act of I kindness mean, they're like, from my perspective. A cool dude on a motorcycle whipping around the mountain roads, people, that just ups the property value of Colorado in general. People are like, you know what, this dude is pretty cool. Look at this guy. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like. Well done. Showing people what freedom looks like yeah. is pretty kind. Yeah, shadowy billionaires. <laughs> this is why they buy up acreage. Uh, <laughs> that's why they do it in mountain towns because they see and, they see my juicy boosy on the old HD, right. and they're like, "What? What do I got to do to get more of this daily?" The boost is loose. Andrew, <laughs> you, did you get all seven days? <laughs> I got six. You got six. I got six. Uh, Which hey. Great. For for being in L.A., consider this a real win. Hey. <laughs> what? You know, the- I've never heard L.A. referred to as a kind town. That's no, not what no, anyone no. says about it's it. It's actually yeah. where selfishness was invented. I heard. <laughs> was it? Was, yeah, yeah. It's their main export. It's also it's also hard to just. It's kind of weird. You're like this low rent superhero just walking around being like, okay, how can I, how can I help? (laughs) And they're like, we don't need your help. Extremely low rent. It felt grandiose. And the thing is when you're doing it because you've assigned yourself it because of like, this is it, there is, and I'll, I'll tell a story of one of mine in a minute, but there's a quiet desperation to it that I think exactly. people can, can smell on you <laughs> that you really want to do this so bad. Yeah, it's like some nerd with a sword just trying to like help old ladies cross the street. Like I got, I got this corner, Batman. Don't worry about it. Like it's yeah, just... impromptu vigilanteism is great. I mean, if you're just a guy who stumbles upon a situation where you're a hero, but trying to find being a hero and going out and hunting it. It does make you a fucking weirdo. Like it, 
<laughs> well, do we want to just uh, let's go around? Let's let's each share. You know, a few of these things. Great. We'll go in a circle and just kind of. Uh, talk about uh, what we did and uh, just go from there and 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 uh, it, okay yeah. I think that's a great idea I'll, I'll start off first because okay. I kind of brought this to the challenge and uh, I'm, I'm gonna lead by saying this is by far my best one like they're not okay. all this good and, <laughs> okay. and it was it was so good that I thought I was being punked like I could not believe this opportunity for kindness <laughs> fell into my lap. old lady was, with too many groceries trying to get across the street of, kind wow. of I was walking to a comedy show uh, and I passed a bus stop and I just heard a man be like, please stop, stop. And I was like, "Uh Oh, and it, you know, it had the feel of like, uh, a troubled vagrant man. One tends to sort of just like, all right, let's just walk past this guy. He's like, Hey man, stop, stop. Just, you tend to just roll past those people. But I did stop. And he, and I was like, yeah. And he's like, can you help me? And I was like, okay. And there was a dude, homeless dude in a wheelchair, one leg, and he's like, can you help me? And I was like, what do you need help with? And he's like, can you push me to the 7-Eleven, which was just like half a block, not even half a block, quarter block down, because I want to like try to beg there. more, And I, more people will be there. And I said, sure. And so I pushed this man to the 7-Eleven, and I dropped him off right on the corner. I was like, where do you want to be set up? And he's like, right here. His chair did not work well. It was like an electronic chair, but I think the need to be charged or something. It was hard to push. And then he's like, will you go in and buy me a hot dog from 7-Eleven? But I legit was in a hurry. So I said, no, but here's five bucks. That'll get you started. Good luck. And I just said, good luck, pal. And I, and I bid him well. And he said, thank you. Ah. Uh, but I, th- I think under most circumstances, I mean, maybe I tend to do things like that if they fall into my lap like that did. But I think you're inclined to just someone's yelling at you and appears kind of crazy and disheveled. You're like, nope. And you just keep on walking. But yeah. I, if you just need it, he didn't need to push down the block. As and living so living in him. a city, you're conditioned to do that, to just ignore people shouting at you because it does happen <laughs> a lot of yeah, times. Yeah, it happens. And I it mean, that could have be... been any number of requests if you're downtown Denver. It could have been. And people have various levels of, of mental health and they could be dangerous and you don't know. And you don't necessarily, you know, and COVID's got us conditioned to fear like everybody's germs and like. So I did. I had my mask and I was like, I'm putting my mask on. I felt really bad because I was like, hey, man, the pandemic got to be. And I put it on and then I pushed him. And uh, and that was that. That was my act of kindness. And he thanked me. And it felt it felt very good. But again, that one just fell into my lap. This guy needed help. And I listened for it versus ignoring it. Oh, that's cool. I mean, I mean, at least the challenge kept you open to that. And I uh, I. I think it could, like I said, could have been anything. Like it could have been a man holding a raccoon and being like, "Is this a cat?" And you're like, "No, gotta go, sir." Yeah, exactly. Nope, nope, it is not. Uh, but yeah, and that's... by raccoon you mean his dick. It's a man in a bus stop asking for help. <laughs> you're not. You're not inclined to go into that situation. Good on you for for listening and being open to that. And uh, you know, who knows? Maybe maybe that was a, a big day. Five bucks is good. You got a few hot dogs for that. And selfishly, I mean, having a newborn and a two and a half year old is very very hard. And Katie and I are sleep deprived. And it's like I think a lot of people will come up and be like, "Enjoy it, man. Have fun with this period. It's it goes so quick." And you're like, "Fuck you." No <laughs> one who's in it says that. Like, yeah. It's so fucking hard and we're like really kind of woe is me all the time because we shouldn't be but we got two healthy kids life's great but we're exhausted and at the end of our rope and then you see a dude with one leg in a fucking bus stop asking to be pushed to a more effective begging corner and you're like i got it really fucking good yeah it's not mm-hmm. it, it ain't so bad yeah on the other hand, I hate when people do that. That is stressful. Like it is. Of course, I'm yeah. Not, I'm not negating, but it definitely yeah. put me in a like, hey, dude, you got it, okay, ACH. Walk yeah. to your comedy show. It's fucking fine. You're fine. Yeah, Andrew, what was what was your first one? My first one also involved a home uh, homeless man and not an unhoused man. And uh, wait, I, I have to ask, what is the term? What's the PC term? Apparently, I know it's now uh, unhoused because, and I unhoused. had someone actually explain it to me because I was like, I was like, I don't understand. Are we just now like fiddling with language just to, to just to play around with the knobs on this thing? Uh, <laughs> but I actually, someone explained it. It's because uh, a an unhoused person. They might have a home, whether it's a tent or like uh, a shanty, whatever structure that they have. 
so they have a home, but they don't have a house. So instead of calling them homeless, which implies they have not even their own little home that they made, uh, if you say unhoused or houseless, then it's like, oh, well, they maybe they have a home. Apparently, it's a it's a small qualification. As someone who spent some time homeless as a much younger man, Unhoused. I'll tell you, you can use either term and don't feel bad about it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Andrew. Yeah. We got know, someone who has multiple homeless relatives, you can go ahead and say homeless if you really need to, or you can say unhoused. No, um, but it makes sense. It does make sense. I mean, yeah. you, you know, and and. Uh, you know, I'm just curious because I don't want to be walking around saying the offensive thing. Just, yeah. un, just I think stupidly. it's just a more sensitive thing. But I can also guarantee you that every single unhoused person you meet would much rather you were doing something to help their situation instead like of pushing them to a Seven uh, Eleven. Finally, grating the semantics of language for them. Um, <laughs> Fair yeah. enough. Fair <laughs> that's enough. What, that's All what right, I so think. To your so, unhoused, houseless, homeless interaction. Yes, this uh, this gentleman is walking up the street. And um, this area where I'm staying in L.A., you don't see a lot of un- unhoused people, um, uh, surprisingly enough, given the state of that situation in Los Angeles. But so he was like coming up the street. He was like shirtless and he had that he had kind of like uh, it's kind of this like aggressive walk, you know, where somebody's walking maybe a little a little fast or whatever. Uh, but we had just started the challenge and I was like, oh, here we go. Here's my first perfect opportunity. Uh, I'm just gonna, you know, extend myself to to uh, talk to this guy, just just chat with him, like you would if I saw if he was like, uh, just like a, a neighbor with a dog who was well dressed. You'd be like, oh, how's it going? Like, treat this person uh, no, like I'm a picturing neighbor. Anthony Kiedis in the Under the Bridge video <laughs> running towards Spot you. Spot on. Is that, it, is I that was, kind of the energy? It was uh, Anthony uh, Kiedis. <laughs> <laughs> this was a mistake on my part. Turns out he lived in this neighborhood. He just goes out jogging every morning. And you got to meet Anthony Kiedis yeah. by opening uh, your brain. No. Oh, <laughs> 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 it, it was not Anthony Kiedis. And I go, Are you I go, sure, though? He looks I'm, different. And, you, and you're in L.A. You're, and you're, you're, you're in positive. L.A. And it wasn't Anthony Kiedis? We don't have to get into race. It was not Anthony Kiedis. Okay. Right, okay. okay. <laughs> but if he did say California nine times in your interaction, it is Anthony Kiedis. Just telling you where my head goes when I hear shirtless and intense in L.A. Okay, go ahead. Go. I like that you're Anthony He's like a jazz singer. I like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's different. Like it is different. Different take. <laughs> So I go, I I was like, hey, hey, man, how's it going? Uh, and without missing a beat, he turned and screamed at me. I'm having the best day of my life. And he just kept walking by. <laughs> and then I realized that when someone yells that at you, it's only terrifying. It only is pretty scary. Um, Jesus Christ. He just screamed at me. I'm having the best day of my life. And he just kept walking. And I was like, whoa, okay. <laughs> but I was glad that I had had the interaction, you know? Dude. I, and Andrew, you it's not every day you meet somebody who happens to be riding the best day of their life, even when it seems uh, unlikely. You could probably speak to this. And I, uh, I have uh, quite a few friends who had been um homeless at points um simply having people just be like acknowledge you as a human being uh is a huge thing like this is like people just ignore uh people that are experiencing homelessness and they like as if they're just not there they're wallpaper or some sort of inanimate object on the way to work and, you know, like I I've talked to a number of friends who lived out on the streets and would say, like, just when people would say, hey, how's it going? How are you today? You know, like making them feel as if they're part of our society and culture, despite that situation that on a lot of times for a lot of people is very temporary. Um, you know, it's, it, that's a huge thing. So I, I I know it sounds petty, but I think it's a really good thing to do to just greet your fellow neighbor regardless of their yeah, situation. Yeah, man, I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. I think people are too worried. They're like, oh, I don't have any money to give this person. It's like, you could just nod to them. You could just be like, totally. hey, I'm acknowledging you. You know, you don't have to like, ah, I'm not even Hide here. Yeah. Like fake like, like you're yeah. changing you don't have, radio. You don't have money to give them? You don't have money to give them. But you don't yeah, have to also it's like pretend a- like... 
you know. Exactly. I feel like that. They're not the Amnesty International people. You can talk to (laughs) them. (laughs) You avoid the Amnesty International eye contact unless you're donating. I also like that that guy clearly not having the best day of his life, but choosing to embrace it with that urge. Like, I think that should be our Grolic shorthand, especially on these Zoom podcasts, because we catch up beforehand and it's like, Bitch, 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 bitch. We're all doing terribly. And that's just what but you I call me. Just, but no, I think we should just cut the bullshit. And have, how's it going? We just go. I'm having the best day of the my greatest life. Greatest goddamn day I've ever had at this we time. We know yeah. what's going on, and we just get past it. And into today, the a miracle. Like every. <laughs> um, exactly. Okay, right, ben, ben. What about you? How about your first one? Well, uh, my actual first one was, and I don't want to brag much. I don't want to make this my first official one, but I, it gets an honorable mention was bringing Adam to get to pick up his truck from getting his tires done. And, wow. uh, not, a, not a truck. Don't have a truck. Okay. But yes. An SUV. Your escape. It's a Ford Escape. Um, escape. It's barely yeah, an SUV. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like a big car. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And get Adam's big car. Uh, you remember Bended. that song Bended. by Cole Bended. Chamber? Remember that Cole Chamber song? Big car. You don't remember that? No, never mind. Oh, it was a song Christ. called Big Truck. There's some people out there who will remember it. But Adam, Adam please feel free to chime in. Adam texted me and said he needed a lift there. I was busy. I was I was working on sleep, probably more sleep. There's just been a lot of sleep lately. But I says to Adam, I says, hell yeah. I says, Adam, I'm getting up. I scooted over. I picked him up. I brought him to the tire center. It's an NBD. He uh, did. He did, which is uh, actually why I'd like to change my first one. The Pushing the unhoused man to 7-Eleven was nice, but giving your friend an opportunity to pay to give you a kindness like taking you to you pick up give, your car you giving me the opportunity I gave as I the opportunity to do something kind for me wow. which is such a kind gesture yeah you, you don't open yourself up like that very often you're usually very, very self-reliant very self-reliant and i could have taken a lift but i said no give ben the chance <laughs> To do something it's gonna make him today. feel good. This is gonna okay. help him get back on his feet. I didn't even see that. I didn't even see that. I didn't realize that me doing the nice thing was actually you doing. This is some inception staircases yeah. folding in on each other type shit. This yeah, is some yeah, yeah. MC Escher hand drawing its own hand. I can't even do. There's a lot of layers in this kindness dip, Ben, and that's two of them. <laughs> That's two of them. In this seven-layer kindness well, in this, dip. There's seven, specifically seven layers of this kindness dip. <laughs> um, okay, but but for real, my first one. That was very nice, by the way. Ben and I caught up. I really needed the favor. It was a huge kindness. I appreciate it. Uh, whatever. That. Yeah, but, but it helped uh, out a lot. But so because I was out, what I tried to do is that during the evenings, I my first one, aside from that one, and and I was like in a small town. I didn't see a lot of people if like where I stopped maybe or whatever that night. Um, I would get on Facebook and I would randomly send a note to somebody. Oh, Ben, problematic. No, no, no. I didn't slide into their DMs. Oh, Ben, this isn't kind at all. No. <laughs> I would send a photo of me tastefully nude sprawled oh, out across Benny. a Polaris Benjamin. snowmobile. No, and I didn't Benny. think it was... <laughs> No, no, no. What I would do is I would I would find somebody that I really like and appreciate and I would send them a note telling them why I think they're great. And I would just send a random note saying, hey, you know, I think you're a wonderful human being. You you're very kind and honest. And I would you know, I would just write a paragraph out explaining why they're an awesome person and to keep it up. And I, I, I did that three times to three different people. And uh, just as a way to, uh, you know, hopefully brighten somebody's day. I know when people have done that, it seems to always fortuitously come about when I'm in a bad mood. Maybe it's because I'm in a bad mood a lot right now, but it does cheer me up. It's like, oh, there are people like just randomly saying nice things to each other. Dude, I love that. And I kind of did the same thing, although like I, I texted two friends and just told them that I was thinking of them and they're great. And I just like hope they're doing well, basically. Right. And I, I recently just lost a very dear friend. And that kind of made me think like how precious people are. Uh, so I, I literally reached out to two friends, just texted them been like, hey, man, just want to let you know I'm thinking of you. You're the fucking best. Love you, bud. Like yeah. that type of thing. It's such um, a silly, I, I the same thing. Silly, like small thing. But there are times when people have done it to myself that it's made 
you know, the next five or six hours of my day feel really good. You know, it's nice to have somebody say, acknowledge you, you're a good human being, especially when you're feeling less than so. Uh, I think, uh, so I tried to do that a few times and, and the reaction was always, um, it was always very kind, you know, it was always very heartwarming from there. Isn't it funny? I mean, we're only just starting to get into these, but like how much of this is just the, urge for recognition and being seen or heard as like a fellow human just yeah. being recognized it seems like that is such a basic easy thing to do but we do it so little that it comes off as kind if you do it yeah exactly uh, it's, ama- it's amazing it seems so base but anyway right. yeah um no uh, i think i i just realized that in real time like that's fucking that's a an important takeaway from this episode um, um what, Andrew, what about what, you oh no i think you're next adam uh, well, that was my second one, that I did the same thing. I just texting a couple friends, which oh. wasn't random because they are my friends. Like, I feel like a Facebook network might be a bit more random. But uh, that was my I, I did the exact same thing, basically. I still think it's random. I mean, we don't do that a lot, even to our own friends. I, it's yeah. a, it's a, just an unexpected note for somebody to get. And I and I think it's uh, great. Also, hats off, hats off to these uh, confused five or six people who were like, I think. Adam or Ben has a crush on me. I just got this, <laughs> it's got this hey, paragraph yeah. about Are how you special busy I am. Tonight? <laughs> I, I started each one with you up. So yeah. I don't think that like many of them got read, but I, I think it, the idea is what matters. Um, I, I ended each of them with cool. If I come crash with you for a while, like, <laughs> Yeah. Undetermined <laughs> amount of time. <laughs> Andrew, what was your your second one? All right, let's let's cross the species barrier. Here's a random act of kindness I did. I was walking around Huntington Beach and I came across uh two baby birds that had fallen out of a nest. One was already dead, and the other one was just kind of like pitifully up against the wall. Just looked very sad. And I had my dogs with me, so I was like, well, I have to just keep going. I don't know. I kind of looked around. I didn't see a nest or anything. I was like, well, this is super sad, but I can't I can't rescue this bird with my dogs with me. They'll instantly eat it or whatever. So I was like, oh, well. And so I just kept walking. And then as I was walking, I was like, there's got to be a, a way you can do this, like, or somebody you can call. You can't just leave a baby bird you know, down on the ground. So I walked back. I I tied my dogs up to a pole. I found the nest. Uh, and then the parents were there. The bird parents had showed up very concerned, just stand sitting there. They didn't even fly away when I walked up. And um, I ended up moving the bird to a new, uh, a new place. I didn't put it back in its nest because the nest sucked. It was like, it was like <laughs> this part of the street where these birds were going to continually keep falling down. So I was like, I'm not I'm not putting these child back in this home. I was like child protective services for birds. Uh, I'm not putting these these babies back BPS, in this house. But bird so, protective services. So I found a new spot and I and I put the little bird uh, back uh, in that new spot. But you it's somebody who has been working. You're a veteran. You've been working for BPS for a while. You know that the end result is to get that little bird back with its yeah. original nest. Yes. I mean, it's the best place for so it. So this is it a is. big this is a myth that I that I debunked uh in doing this, which I think is still very pervasive. You can handle baby birds and the parents don't reject them. That's like a very old school wife's yeah, like tale. Don't get your human scent yeah, on them. Yeah, the, the 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 mother will reject them. Not true. Handle a baby bird as much as you want. Put it back in its nest. <laughs> oh, cool. So if I see a nest, I can just get in there yeah, and just get bounce in there, that robin snuggle, around in my hand. Snuggle, snuggle the chicks it. a bit. Put them back in. Uh, Mom's Andrew, happy for so the break. Uh, I love that. That's like the nicest thing. But, yeah, that's great. People are asking what kind of bird. Andrew texted me in real time. Eurasian collared doves. Just uh, for our listeners. Eurasian yeah, it was surreal doves. the way that the parents were like they would not move. Uh, they were very like, oh no, our babies. I felt very bad for them. Well, they got Did one. Did you chew they up some back. of your sandwich? And- <laughs> <laughs> I didn't go. And I didn't go that far. <laughs> no? <laughs> and all I had in my stomach was coffee. And, and I don't where think was the Anthony Kiedis? That. This was in California. Yeah. <laughs> and Anthony Kiedis didn't run. Well, he, there was also. He, da, 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 da. he was serenading <laughs> me while I was doing it. Yeah, da, we got yeah. to pick up this boat. We pick up 
This bird, come on, you know what I mean? California. Related, uh, related act of kindness was Andrew subsequently freeing up traffic on the 405 by going and getting his huskies back, who had wrenched the pole <laughs> out of the ground and were just dragging it and sparks yeah, were flying. Was, and you may have heard Andrew about really that. Had to get, yeah. get that situation under control, which was a, a kindness for afternoon commuters. Yeah, totally. Um, well, my, my second one is I wanted to tell because this related to what we were talking about before of having the stench of desperation to do something nice for somebody. I, uh, throughout, um, this time period and some of my intermittent sadness at what I'm going through have developed quite the fondness for ice cream. And I, <laughs> now this is a bit, listeners will recall that, our, uh, our weed smoking yeah, episode, which was really Ben's ben, gateway drug to, uh, ice cream as it turns yeah. out. <laughs> Uh, all that I did was just make CBD has made me want more ice cream. And um, so I got an ice cream and there was a family with a young uh, one young child behind me. And I wanted to buy the child an ice cream. Oh, not the family, just the child. Just the child. I was like, all right. No, I'm like sliding into DMs and wow. buying children ice cream. It sounds, End of episode, everybody. I, I, uh, no, in uh, in next week. <laughs> in oh, hindsight, my God. Just shut up for <laughs> a second. Shit. In hindsight. What the fuck? I get that it so sounds weird. creepy, but it wasn't as creepy as it sounds. I Why just wanted the to. family ice cream? Well, because there were like three of them. I don't want to yeah, pay. It's, it's $4 a scoop. <laughs> Times are lean right now, guys. Wow. And so I was like, oh, let's. I was like, yeah, I'll get the little kiddos ice cream. Let's, you know, get him something big, like a big ice cream. You know, what What does he want? And they were like, no, 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 we, we got it. And I was like, are you, are, you, are, you, are, you, are you sure? And they were like. Yeah, it's fine. And I was like, really? I'm just like, I don't mind. Uh, I, my son's 16. He's getting his license. And they did not want to have anything to do yeah. with me at all. Wow. Um, oh so I'm sure it weirded everybody out. Uh, <laughs> but I was genuinely trying to do something nice. Yeah, I wanted no, to. I wanted to get kindness. the kid the big a big Sunday, something as big as his head, you know, and a stranger bought it. But instead, I just looked like a fucking creep. And yeah. uh, I think had it been more random and not me thinking about <laughs> having to do this, it also wouldn't have come across as so desperate. That You're I'm, like snapping a crisp 100. Be like, somebody's doing pretty good up here. Anybody want an ice cream? <laughs> you want me to, what about you, you little scamp? How you little shit? I like that you, you pulled the, uh, the old... Uh, Mike, I have a kid too. I've had to do that uh, in conversations before where I'm like, oh, is this coming up as creepy that like I'm talking to this person with a kid? Yeah, or I'm like, yeah I've got a daughter totally, too totally. about that. And, and it never comes off as how you intend, like, this will diffuse the conversation. And they're always just, just kind of like, Mm, still not still not because interested. that's the first thing a creep would do <laughs> yeah you know what i mean <laughs> try to relate to you oh, and i realized man. so no, it's it, such a dad impulse though i have it too like when you see a kid and you're you don't realize that you're not with your child in that moment like i'll always be yeah. like how old and they're like what do you like, oh, i got a, a, a two-year-old sorry how old is he always walk this way from school mm. no <laughs> i have a kid and they walk <laughs> all right Adam, Adam. You're let's next do one. one more each. Yep. Okay, mine was, uh, this is similarly, you know, trying to go do a kind act and not letting one just fall into your lap. But just like Ben, and I wanted to bring it back to where we had started. I was coming down from the mountains with Malcolm in the car. We went through Starbucks, and I was like, I'm going to go full circle on this podcast and buy oh. the coffee for the guy behind me in line at the drive through Starbucks. I didn't mm -hmm. go in as the drive through so I'm going to Starbucks. We're on the highway and like there's I'm in the right lane and there's a motherfucker like on my ass. And I'm like, dude, I got a dog in here. I got a kid like and I'm like just just like doing nothing but fuming at this asshole. And I'm like, go around and he won't go around. And so like I get off. And then he gets off, and then he fucking goes right into the Starbucks lot <laughs> behind me. And I had this in mind the whole time. I was like, I'm going to do this for the podcast. I'll buy the Starbucks thing. It'll be a big, good ending. Not realizing that a piece of shit tailgater <laughs> who's like so on my ass will be the guy. And I had a real moral quandary, and I was like, nah, you know what? Fucking kill him with kindness. Holy and I hope he shit. saw me staring at him because I was like, you know when you get into that like – when someone's 
coming on your ass tailgating and you're like, no, dude, I'm not going to give an inch. <laughs> I'm not going to give an inch. You, know, you just said. Let's you, rewind. Let's edit this out. <laughs> let's rewind. I realized as I said it. Just, you when someone's coming on your ass. When someone's unprotected up your ass on the highway. You guys are so filthy. When someone's no, fucking you up even, your ass There's not even the any highway. math to do on that one. You just when said When someone's it. fucking you up the you asshole on the highway. Said, when someone's coming on your yeah, ass. You tailgating. just said it. We didn't hear it. You know, to... you were in the parking lot about to see the Buffalo Bills. You've got your grill out. You're tailgating. Oh, and then, boom, somebody just comes on your ass. All right. I'm just saying you've driven before and someone's having anal sex with you. Um, anyway, I said, I, I hope he saw me. I hope he saw me staring daggers at him. And then I hope he realizes, yeah, asshole, guess what? I'm going to buy you your coffee. And fuck you. The and real I so I bought, serial killer I, movie. <laughs> I bought the coffee for the guy who uh, fucked me in the ass. Nice. Do, do you just, do they just take your credit card and they just charge? No, they know what the person ordered because they oh, came through after right. you. So by the time you get to the window, their order is queued up so they can do it. And it was uh, okay. $500. <laughs> yeah, he d- oh, turns God. out he bought a, a lot of Starbucks merch inside. The tumblers, yeah. The, yeah. the CDs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He works for Amazon, and I just bought a man uh, from an Amazon shipping plant uh, an entire <laughs> my, team's worth of coffee. He was my, in a hurry because uh, they got a picking <laughs> quota. Um, dude, that is insane. Congratulations. Come on your funny. ass. Yeah. Uh, Andrew. <laughs> Mine is... Yeah. Mine is similar, but not nearly as mine is more reactionary. Uh, so <laughs> I, most of my time here in L.A. has been driving and I have a multiple acts of kindness from driving. But this one was my hardest, most difficult one. I was driving and somebody was coming on your ass. Yeah. And I was like, hey, I'm Nailed driving it. enough. <laughs> <laughs> So I gotta wet. get rid of this weird stand-up car. I hate, I hate when uh, they do that. Yeah. <laughs> so uh I was I was driving in Los Angeles and there was this Hummer H2 trying to merge into traffic. Nobody's sake. gonna let a fucking Hummer H2 merge in, in any town, I don't think, but especially here in Los Angeles. And I was like, here it is, hand delivered to me on a plate. A Hummer H2 needs to get into traffic. Why not let this hippo wade in? And <laughs> so I gave them room to get in. And they had a fucking Blue Lives Matter, like, police flag sticker on the back. I was like, God damn it, the fucking cherry on top of this motherfucker. But I did it. I did it. Yeah, Andrew and I are both paying kindnesses to assholes. They don't deserve these This kindnesses. is your <laughs> Leviathan, Andrew. Oh, my Lord. Um, no, so- I, 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 there is really something, though, to, to both of your credit, to being kind to people that you would know. It's easy to be kind to people who are nice, but to show kindness to people who you ordinarily would not and you try to kill their shittiness with kindness... Uh, I mean, the H2 getting in, their shittiness is, you know, is uh, is more um, lifestyle related than situational, Andrew. It sounds like they were just trying to zip her in and that's the normal thing to do. But but I mean, being kind to people you wouldn't normally. That's super fucking hard. That's a real stretch. What if in the movie of Andrew's life, what if Andrew did that and that guy's like, huh, nobody's ever done that before. And then he starts thinking and he's like, you know. <laughs> I don't think they're saying that only Black Lives Matter. I just think that they're saying that lives have been ignored for a long time, and maybe <laughs> that's really a point to be thought about. And he <laughs> peels it off yeah. and puts on a Black Lives Matter. But as he's peeling because- it off, he's like, "This thing is a monstrosity. I don't need. I don't <laughs> I need don't this need much this vehicle. vehicle. I'm driving myself to work. This thing's basically you know an RV. I don't need. And I've this. seen those electric you know car what? charging stations all over yeah. the place lately. It's my- and you know what? My cock is fine. It's not about reaching the bottom of the well. It's what you do to the sides that matter. <laughs> it's what you pull out of it. Uh, okay. It's a well. Okay. I went too far Andrew, with the I well metaphor. Like yours. Uh, we changed. We changed that. Andrew changed that guy. And my guy never tailgated again. And that's why. I was Are you kidding? Your guy this. got 
got rewarded like a dog with a treat. He's like, <laughs> you, yeah, that you was some alpha not, shit. I you fucking do not know that. Dominated that guy. That guy, <laughs> guy could have been tailgating because he's having a shitty day at work or his life is, and he's just angry and he's trying to take it out on people. And then when he thinks someone is going to be shitty or jam on their brakes, he pulls into the drive through They buy his coffee. And that may have made his day a little better. You do not know. We're cynics and we're assuming the worst, but that could have been a little bit a little ray of sunshine in his shitty day. <laughs> Do you remember in Billy Madison when fucking Adam Sandler's calling up people and he's like, I just wanted to let you know I was mean to you in high school and I feel pretty terrible about that. Yeah. And then Steve Buscemi like crosses yeah. him off <laughs> of the list of people to kill. <laughs> and, and then puts the, the lipstick and yeah. lays back so, with a smile. Doo-wop, doobie-doobie-wop. <laughs> yeah. So great. we did that. We did that. All right, Ben, your last one. My last one is serious. Um, and, uh, you know, it's something that uh, uh, local comic, uh, his name is Danny Ramos, super funny kid. And he was in a terrible accident. He was hit as a pedestrian. He and I and I guess his girlfriend and she passed away. Yeah. In San Francisco. They got in hit. San Francisco. They had, mo- they had moved together out there for work and stuff. And this dude, a very bright future doing stand up, really super nice person. And uh, from everything I've heard, so so was his girlfriend. Um, so I donated to the GoFundMe as a as a lot of people had uh, and have. Um, and so I just wanted to to say this, you know, if it, it, we'll post it in the show links. Uh, but if anybody can, uh, you know, find it in their heart to donate a few bucks, any of our fans out there, certainly, not, you know, you don't have to uh, or anything like that. But I did this just because. I know, uh, one, it would mean a lot to him and his recovery, and two, I know it means a lot to the Denver comedy community at, at large. But uh, it, it, it's, uh, yeah, it's a terrible situation. I hate to bring it down at the end like this, but... No, 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 uh, no. it's worthwhile, man. Like, I, they did an auction for him. I donated a book to that, and yep. it's, uh, yeah, anybody who could give anything. We'll put the thing in the show notes. It's... Uh, yeah. That's nice. Of course, yeah. that's a nice act of kindness, dude. Yeah, and I, I don't feel like it's a random act, but I just more wanted to to uh, be able to to use this podcast just to to let people know. We'll post it, and uh, yeah, if if anybody can uh, open up their hearts and their wallet a little bit, anything I know will help. But uh, yeah, super okay. sad situation. Okay, but, wrapping it up. Okay, is this something you will continue to do, Ben? Go. Yes, I will continue to do this, but I will do it randomly, not because I feel like I have to, because as I've discovered in the ice cream shop, (laughs) that makes me a creep. Uh, and uh, the fact I, that you were crying may have yeah. shattered it for the parents. Uh, no, a little bit. I did not come into the interaction <laughs> crying. I started crying. Oh, there you oh, go. Oh, dur- okay, got it, got it. But uh, but that was just because I remember Milo so being little, so little. I remember <laughs> when mine was this little. <laughs> Let me pick the little guy up. Yeah, and I just tried. To- <laughs> Ben's got fucking eight to go pints in his arms. But yeah, I I I definitely think that uh, this. This is something I will continue to do. Um, we all kind of do it anyway, but I will try to be better about doing it more often and making it completely random and and for no other reason other than to just do something nice for it. It definitely makes the world a better place. What about you, Adam? Uh, well, thank you for pronouncing it French. Yeah, um, I will absolutely continue to do this again not with the cloyingly like what have i got to do today that's kind but more just i think the recognition thing is is what i hit upon in this episode recognizing other people is kind in and of itself and i think that's just pulling yourself out of your own navel gazing and seeing other people as people who are complicated and suffering and long for attention and love and all of it and just sort of trying to give a little bit of that makes the world a hell of a better place so Obviously, if cool, if good opportunities come up to be kind, I'm there. But I think the the kindness that I can just give organically is recognizing other people and telling them they're important to you, or that hey, man, I see you. I hope you're having a good day. I think yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Right. I, think that's I can take a a couple minutes out of my day to to help you do something that seems insignificant to me, but made your yeah. day yeah much easier. I think that's a big one for sure. Uh, Orbital, yeah. Uh, again, like I think uh, it uh, it costs nothing to recognize other people be kind to them um it's just something to keep in mind 
It's all the time we have. Ben, um, <laughs> really fun. <laughs> Just not, not recognizing you. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think, um, you know, when people are thinking about things they can do, there's an entire community that lives uh, a, a totally separate life and is often viewed as being uh, insignificant or subhuman or what have you by a good portion of this population and just acknowledging them and treating them as if there are anybody else they would see on the street during the day. Totally, totally, totally. And post-pandemic, I think there's a fear of the other. You know what I mean? I think we're yeah. all afraid of everyone. So it's okay. <laughs> Get your fucking vaccine and recognize people. It's all right. Let's get back to being humans. And if you see me out at a fucking ice cream shop, let me buy your fucking kiddo a Sunday. Okay? I'm not a creep. I'm not trying to be a creep. I wouldn't just let you buy my daughter a Sunday. A big one. You as big buy, as her you head. You can buy Malcolm a Sunday too. Okay. And anytime. We'll set up a date. I just need a ride to get uh, Katie's car. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How about this? Let's take a break. Let's listen to some stuff. Stand up from our live show, which, as we mentioned, it's back last Saturday of the month. Bug Theater, Denver, Colorado. Come see us. This is a clip from a show in the past. This is one of our favorite comedians, Christian Duguay, who also has a very funny comedy podcast called Valley Heat, if you want to check that out. And when we come back, we will have some more show for you and we'll find out what next episode's challenge is. Stay tuned. I, uh, I met... Uh Went to a party, met uh, a friend's four-year-old son for the first time. I love it when parents use you to teach their kids a lesson. So I, can you say thank you to him, Devin? Can you say thank you? Say thank you to the man, Devin. Say thank you. T tell him thank you. And you have to stand there like a weird man who needs to be thanked for things. Say thank you to me, Devin. Say thank you. Say thank you. Say it, Devin. Say thank you. Please say it, Devin. I need this. I need you to say thank you. Say thank you to me. He never said it. He never said thank you. At one point, I was like, I was, okay, no, he needs to learn. He needs to learn. All he learned was that he doesn't have to do anything they say ever, and everything will be fine. Here's another lesson that I love uh, parents teach their kids. They'll be in the store, and the kid won't leave the store, and so they just go, okay, Devin, bye. Bye, Devin. I guess you won't leave the store, so our love for you ends here. <laughs> like, teach your kid discipline. Don't terrify him into obeying you. Oh, you guys won't stop fighting back there? I guess I'll just run over the next dog I see. No, I'm going to do it. I'm going to run over the next dog I see. You guys aren't going to do the dishes? All right, I guess... I'm going to burn the house down. No, I'm burning it down. I'm going to burn it down. Sorry, kids. You had your chance to do everything I said. Oh, right. And we are back. And what an episode. I, I really liked this one. This one was fun. And, and I think you both did well. And I'm proud to know you. I am <laughs> Thank proud you, Ben. To, I Thanks, think you've, li man. you've liked every episode, though. I don't think I we've know. ever come to this point in the show and had no, you say, there were a couple not really an episode I, for me. <laughs> no, I, I there not were a couple. Ben episode. Yeah, uh, there were a couple where I was like, fuck this shit. I'm never doing that again. <laughs> well, I'm glad you enjoyed this episode, Ben. Um, but, but Ben, more importantly, tell the people what you're doing, dog. Oh, yes. Come on. Everyone. Don't hold today, out any longer. Today, my new album, Take the Sandwich, is available right now for purchase uh, through the fine folks at 800 Pound Gorilla Records. You can uh, download the album anywhere you download albums. You can stream it wherever you stream your album, albums, albums, <laughs> wherever you album. I'm so nervous. Uh, guys, I'm so nervous. Ben, you've but, done um, this so many times. Like, I, yeah, relax. It's like album four or something. Yeah. yeah, this is my fourth album, but I'm, I, this album I wrote during a dark time. You know, I did that for all the other yeah, albums. They're yeah, they're all no, pretty dark. There's no sunny, there's no sunny <laughs> Ben Roy albums. It's kind of a dark catalog. Yeah. It's got a great, it's got a great cover too by Matt James. It's a, yeah. It's a painting. My, an I amazing like it. artist uh, did this oil painting of of a of a bologna and cheese sandwich. And, it looks uh, so good. Like I see, every uh, time I see that I'm covering, I'm like, oh man, I wish I could have that for that's lunch. Your trash is showing, Andrew. Yeah. Your trash <laughs> is. 
You got to tuck it in to the waistline. You don't want a bologna and American cheese sandwich with like a a, a diet coke or whatever that is next to it. Oh, it looks Andrew, good. it's caprese season. Fuck off. <laughs> what a what That's an the Wyoming asshole. caprese. <laughs> what an asshole. The white bologna and cheese is the Wyoming caprese sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, take the sandwich available now wherever you can, please, and tell people if you can uh, download it. Uh, it uh, thank you in advance. You all rule, and I hope you enjoy it. And also, we are on Patreon, as you know. If you're not joining us there, you should. We got lots of cool stuff up there. This month, I'm going to share with you the one parenting tip that I have. Ooh, so if you're out there and you're it. like, I need to know what Adam's parenting tip is, get on Patreon. You'll figure it out. Patreon.com forward slash Grolic Saves. Get into it. Also, if you're a new listener, go ahead and just mash that subscribe button. Go get... <laughs> Go get a mash a masher like and you... just mash it. Yeah. I don't like when yeah. you say mash. No, mashing is when you have a handful of mashed potatoes and you slap it on your keyboard. And yeah, sort of like click mash that. Around. Ruin your computer no, subscribing. I think you're both to wrong. Our show. It's when you set up a makeshift medical hospital in a war zone and hijinks mm, ensues. Nice. And then you rewatch the movie and it's so sexist you can't believe it was ever funny in the first place. <laughs> so yeah, however you like to mash. Do that to the subscribe button. Uh, you can find us all over wherever you like podcasts and social media. We're at Grolix Comedy. We'll, we're just hanging out. Yeah, we're just hanging we're out, just, just hanging waiting. Out on Spotify. Just waiting we're for somebody over. to come by. No big deal. Yep. <laughs> uh, I wanted to just say a big, huge thanks to low rent superhero Ron Doyle. If it weren't for him, this shit doesn't exist. Thank yeah. you. Just for hanging be- out at laundromats, looking to how he can help people walking down the street. Thanks cutting for out, putting out the, all my dog jingles. <laughs> putting the sex back in section eight. Am I right? <laughs> anyway, and our theme music is provided by the benevolent Charlie Continental, which in one Wu Tang song, RZA says "benevolent," and I can't get it out of my head but the benevolent charlie continental thank you for uh, our He's amazing. Always. well so so what are we doing what, 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 what what's the haps on I, the craps? i think uh i think we've been kind of jerking each other off enough i think we should do something whoa, whoa, that's whoa. actually good was that part of the challenge was that part of the challenge these guys they come up on my ass and they jerk me off <laughs> And I and I think we got to stop that, you know, stop coming on each other's asses and jerking each other off. We do one that's actually good for the planet. And I mean, undeniably good for the planet next episode. And that's as far as I'm going to tease it. What? You'll tease that's it. You'll tease gr- it that far. I'll tease it that far and I will tease it no farther. Oh, all right. Well, you know what's about to be said. Thank you and all I, for I tuning hate in. The joy that you received from this. I received so much joy. Thank you all for tuning in and play us out, Charlie. <laughs>